1: Alright, another really great thing to do with your arpeggios is to start expanding them a little bit to add in some other key notes, okay? Now some of those notes might be something like um, the seventh, which is a really common thing for us to add into an arpeggio. And again, if you don't know what a seventh is, don't, don't stress over it, it's okay, but let's just go back and let's add in another note. Now that means we're going to have four notes though, right? So instead of just playing the root, the third, and the fifth however we're doing it we're going to add in one more note so the next note that we add in is going to be what we call the 7th now we can add in what's called the major 7th which is right behind the C or the root whatever root you're, you're looking for it's the note right behind it half step right behind it it's a really pretty note Okay, it sounds really nice So if you're playing something that's major, okay, or true to the the key that you're in, maybe you're in the key of A minor or something like that. So right there, I could go. And you can hear how pretty that sounds. So that adds a really nice color into that. So if we were listening to the C chord being played, and we went... So we can add it in. Now again, we can add in anything. But oftentimes what I'd like to tell students is that if you start adding in everything and everything gets equal amount of playtime, you're not emphasizing anything right? If you emphasize everything, you're not emphasizing anything. So the trick is, is to use some of the other notes a bit more sparingly as color to make it sound a little more interesting, but to really try and emphasize certain notes of that chord. In this case, we're adding in that major seventh, right? Sounds really nice.
0: If you're enjoying this episode and you'd like to support the podcast, go to guitarzoom.com and consider becoming a premium member. There are 3 memberships to choose from. VIP, which gives you instant access to a library of short but powerful courses as well as new bite-sized lessons each month. There's also Play Songs that gives you step-by-step lessons so you can learn to play your favorite songs fast. And finally, there's Masterclass, university-level training on everything from soloing to music theory, from blues to home recording. For more info about these memberships and all the premium courses available to you, go to GuitarZoom.com. Now, back to the podcast.
1: Now, we could do the same thing over a minor chord. Remember, all we have to do to make this minor is to drop that second note that we're playing, which we call the major third back a half step to become a minor third. Right? Now, when we do that, though, we get a really weird weird scale doing that, okay? But it can happen. We can have a minor chord with a major seventh on top. It happens. It does sound a little unusual. So what we might want to do is take this C chord that we're playing, and instead of playing that major seventh, we're gonna drop that back a fret and play what we call the minor seventh, which makes a more bluesy sound. See, it sounds kinda of cool. And then we get what's called, an, in this case, it'd be called a C7 you've probably played before, like a C7, right? C dominant seven. Which sounds really great for bluesy stuff, okay? So this is a seventh that we would probably use more with that minor sound. So now if I went back to that C and made it minor. That's a really common sound for us. instead of doing that, we end in that song. Now, again, please understand that, again, the world of arpeggios goes on a long way. There's a million things you can do. So right now, I just want you to understand that starting off with those major and minor ones are a really great place to go. If you get really comfortable with those, adding the seventh is a nice addition or a nice extension from there. But be careful all the time of just trying to input information in your brain without actually being able to utilize it. When you do that, you still wind up with nothing. At the end of the day, you might have all kinds of thoughts, but you still can't apply anything in your playing. And I want you to really be aware of that. Next time on the Steve Stein Guitar Podcast. Now, the next thing we're want to talk about is scalar string skipping. And that's really when you're playing your scales and you're trying to create what I call intervallic movement okay you're trying to do something that sounds a little more interesting than always just going when you play you're trying to create larger intervals well one thing you can do is skip strings right or skip notes i should say but if you skip enough notes you're going to wind up actually skipping some strings hey steve stein here from guitarzoom.com and thank you so much for listening to this podcast if you enjoyed this episode can i ask you a favor